0: Back here on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. It's Sports Medicine Weekly rolling on in this month of December. And I know Dr. Cole talked about at the top of the show the, uh, you know, typical... Busyness, right, of your practice in the month of December because of the people who have met their deductibles. Yeah. You got the college students coming in, and uh, you shared an interesting story with me uh, during commercial break. I want you to share with our audience about two brothers coming in for ACL tears.
1: Yeah, I had uh, it was. It's, it, this is probably the second time in 23 years I've had this. I had uh, two brothers who uh, are both high school football, and that's the other reason. This is high school football time. You know, towards the end of the season, so they're often playoffs and things like that. And um, they're all done. They're done. This happened recently. Okay, And um, one, the 17 year old, in fact, if you you can, they, they, they wanted me to post it on my Instagram. So if you go to my Instagram, it's shoulder knee doc, you can follow me there. Um, But so the 17 year old tears his ACL and uh, the family contacted me by email. Actually, we have some mutual friends and I'm like, certainly let's get, you know, let's get the kid in. And he was only like four days out after the injury. And then while I was, this may have happened over a weekend. And then I get another email saying my other son had an injury. How old? We need 14 year old. Wow. And he, can he come in too? And he needs an MRI as well. And here you've got in the room, you know, it's, 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 this is like the, the most intense, emotionally challenging thing you could get because you got two young people who both are really good athletes, um, the parents, and I mean, walk in the room, there's like seven people in the room, you know, and two kids are both in braces, both with crutches, you know, both look, you know, tired and you can tell they've been through a lot. And Four days apart, they both tore their ACL playing football. Unbelievable! I mean, it's crazy. I can't. I can't. I, even the last one I had wasn't exactly like that. So, ended up uh, fixing them both on the same day, uh, which was kind of interesting in and of itself. But they were just just great kids, and you know they're going to do well. I I, I think they're going to do beautifully. But really, emotionally challenging. You know, all of a sudden life changes for these kids, and one of them is college bound and made, very good player, and I think would like to play in college. So we're going to get him there.
0: Did the parents or the health insurance company ask for a two-for-one? <laughs> No, but I've, I've had, certainly been asked.
1: I have another family that has like six people in the family that have operated in one year. Really? Yeah. just like
0: Can we get me. a discount, Doc? Yeah. I'm bringing I've been t- asked that more <laughs> than once. So okay, We won't get into that yeah. now, right? Yeah. Well, you know, that leads us into our next topic, the emotional impact of injuries. We've got a great guest on the line with us, Tara Hackney from Athletico. Athletico.com is their website. They do such an outstanding job. company continues to grow. And uh, the emotional responses to injury can change throughout the course of healing. Tara, how are you on this Saturday morning?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate you joining us. So, um, uh, let's let between you and Dr. Cole. I want to hear. You know, you Dr. Cole sees the patients, does a surgery, and then you see them usually probably post-op, right? Uh, following yeah. the the surgeries, and they're they talk a little bit about what you've experienced on the emotional impact of what these. Uh, boys, girls, men, women go through?
2: So I mean the emotional response after any injury and then potentially a subsequent surgery can kind of run the gamut all across the board. So you get the people that are really upset and sad and maybe heading towards like a depression type thing. You get those that are angry. Um, The teenagers, especially too, if you're pulling them out of their sports team and their like social support group, they get you know, frustrated and changes in their sleep and changes in their attention and their focus. So, I think uh, since we're seeing them for that rehab so often, it's, it's important for myself as a physical therapist to pay attention to that and kind of understand how it can impact their further care.
1: Yeah, I, I typically get them in their, you know, they're in their very, very um, anxious, um, angry, and um, fearful. I think fear is the biggest thing, um because something is taken away so quickly, you know their ability or activity level is just abruptly changed, and they don't know what to expect going forward. So i I and you know we don't have the luck. you you are at a really uh, wonderful position to spend time talking to your patients, getting to know them. And oftentimes the patients that build better relationships with the therapist than they do with us because we're more, frankly, time-constrained. It's not from lack of interest. It's just we don't have the ability to build that narrative with patients because of the time thing. But I always try to – I will always sit down, and you get a sense just by looking at their faces. And I'll say, look, what is bothering you most right now? And half the time when you get them in that position, they'll they'll oftentimes just break down and, and cry. You know, I mean it's an amazing thing. How much, you know, you say, well, there's an X-ray, there's an MRI, there's a physical exam, there's the story. That's pretty objective stuff, but the intangibles are what goes on in their head and the emotional side of it, which is it can be pretty intense
0: sometimes. Tara, what are some of the common emotions athletes, everyday people face when trying to overcome an injury?
2: Um, I think Dr. Cole touched on them, that fear, um, anxiety of the unknown, like what's going to happen, how long is it going to take, when am I going to be better, Um, And then we get kind of almost like the stages of grief where they're sad, they're angry, then they kind of start getting into that acceptance phase. Um, That would be a, hopefully a normal response. The people that we want to pay maybe a little bit closer attention are maybe some of those that are struggling. Maybe they're not, not as open with us. They're not telling us what's bothering them. They're kind of keeping it bottled up inside and that can sometimes limit their progress.
0: You know, um, I went on your website and I'm reading things like depression, anger, frustration, sleep disturbance on athletico.com. And the one that jumped out at me was isolation because I, I've experienced that with, you know, even the professional athletes here in town in Chicago, whether it be a Bulls player or covering the Sox or Bears or whoever, um, when somebody's out of the lineup they almost feel like they're not part of the team. And Dr. Cole, you've probably experienced that. And they, they, you know, they feel like they're
1: letting it, they, they feel the emotions you wouldn't even expect, but they feel like they're letting the team down. They feel like that was their Mm -hmm. fault. Um, That they're compromising the outcome of what otherwise might occur, you know, from a success point of view, it's a very big deal. But also,
0: just not being part of—they don't feel like they're part of the team, right? Right. I'm isolated. I I don't get to practice with these guys. I got to be up in the upstairs working on my cardio while Mm -hmm. practice is going on, right? Yeah, no, their
1: whole life changes. They're no longer integrated into the practices. They're not. Maybe oftentimes they don't travel. When we get injuries for bulls, a lot of guys are left behind, and because the resources are not as great at hotels and the practice facilities at away game. so we keep them here and we give them the best quality care we can but that also has an impact we try to get them traveling with the team as soon as we can just for that reason to keep them integrated
0: yeah and Tara what do you see again we're visiting with Tara Hackney from Athletico uh, what are some of the ways you know medical experts and uh, you people on the physical therapy side uh, can help them recover emotionally
2: I think a lot of it is trying to answer their questions and kind of giving them hopefully some sort of timeline or what to expect. So uh, Dr. Cole touched on like an ACL injury earlier uh, today, and we kind of know the timeline there. We know that they're not going to be running next week, right? So kind of setting that expectation for the athlete, knowing, okay, when I get to this point, I get to start, you know, running. And when I get to this point, we're going to hopefully start to incorporate some of my sports specific type of activities so that they know where, where they're going and kind of have those goals in mind.
1: Yeah, timeline, Dr. Yeah, I oh, think Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you give them something tangible to hold on to. Um, one thing that I like to tell athletes is that there's a very good chance that they're going to be stronger and more effective after they recover because especially for our younger athletes that get injured, a lot of the risk factors have to do with you know improper conditioning and things that are actually in their control. And the ACL is the best example. where There's five or six things that, if properly managed, you can reduce the chance of an ACL injury by, say, 30%, right? And so they do things in rehab that they never do routinely when they're healthy. So And they also work on the unaffected side to prevent injury and to keep things symmetrical or equal on you know side to side. So one of the things I tell, I say, look, when you go through this rehab, there is a very good chance that you're going to be bigger and better uh, uh, after this is after this is all done. And you tell them statistics. You have a 95% chance of getting back and not seeing another injury. Um, and you help tell them that, you know, you're not going to be a cripple and laid up, but you know what? You're going to be walking right away, full weight bearing. And their crutches and brace are gone in three to four weeks. And you're going to be running by 12 weeks. And you're going to be practicing sports-specific activities by four months. And you know what? By six, seven months, you're going to be back, You're more likely than not, you'll be back doing everything and you might be better than you were before. And you give them something to hold on to because it's the fear of the unknown, I think that really is what drives some of these young people just, you know, crazy because they just don't know the answers. You got to give them the answers.
0: And Tara, like at Athletico, I've talked with Dr. Cole quite often on the show about this, you know, you do what you do best, physical therapy, and Dr. Cole is a surgeon, but you almost have to play the role of a psychologist along with, with your patients, Correct.
2: We do. We get to put on that hat every so often. That's true.
0: Because there's also things, Dr. Cole, and I'm reading on the Athletico website, changes in appetite, sleep disturbance, right? I mean, there's a lot of little factors yeah, that go I mean, that's into just part it. Of,
1: you know, unfortunately, that's part of depression. That's part of the isolation. That's, that's the whole thing. You know? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a whole system failure that happens.
0: All righty. Good stuff. We're out of time for this segment. Tara Hackney from Athletico, thanks so much for enjoy, uh, for joining us and uh, we've enjoyed the conversation. And uh, keep up the good work there with Athletico, Terra. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Up next, our staple of the show, Ask the Doctor. Sam. we got some great questions today for Dr. Cole. So stay with us. Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Continue with more after this. On 670 The Score.